This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, enhance, and advance you to the next level on your Christian journey. We're prayerful that you'll stick around and listen to the message that God has for you, delivered by yours truly, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. The door is open. Let's go in together. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Singing and praying with my mind. Stay on Jesus. Singing and praying with my mind. Stay on Jesus. Singing and praying with my mind. Stay on Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey, and praying that whatever day this is, be it today or on a Sunday or, or a Monday or whatever day that you have decided to listen, I'm praying that you are doing well this week. If you're not doing well this week, I'm praying and prayerful that the message that you will hear today will help encourage you to get to the next level, to get to the next step. You know, in order to give you a boost that you probably have not received uh, this past week, and um, I thank all my listeners. I thank all the followers, new, old, uh, just getting there. Find, you found me out here. I'm grateful and I'm, trust me, I am blessed that you decided to take a little time out of your day um, to listen to me. Pretty much, I am a church without walls. Um, so therefore, even if you do go to a church, you still have, and you're not able to get to your church, you at least be able to listen to to a message from a messenger that's an ordained me- messenger. So therefore, that you can see me as like your your outlet uh, for the week, uh, just a, a boost to get you through it. So without further ado, this message this week is called "Don't Waver." Um, it's going to be a great word. I guarantee you, the Lord blessed me with this word this week. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I know I keep saying the word great awesome 
because I can't, the words alone and in the dictionary can't describe how I'm feeling about this message and I can't wait for you to hear it. So therefore, without further ado, we are going to, to move along with this service. Safe Haven Podcast is really growing, and I am so grateful for everyone who's taken a part in its growth. And also, as we continue to grow in the Lord, grow in the faith in doing this as a ministry that's gone beyond four walls, coming soon will be, I won't say merchandise, but I will say at least something to showcase that you represent Safe Haven Podcast near and afar. Stay tuned uh, in future podcasts for more information on this wonderful idea. Thank you for listening to this wonderful, wonderful message. Now, for those who live in the greater Chicagoland area, Northwest Indiana area, if you are interested in having I, Reverend Brian C. Pusey, come and speak at your congregate with your congregation, I would love it. Please, please contact me at B-P-U-G-H-S-L-E-Y at Yahoo.com. That's B-Pusey at Yahoo.com with the heading Safe Haven Ministry Invitation. I will be glad and honored to come to your congregation and bless you with the word that the Lord has given me. Please reach out and let's let's build this community together. It's prayer time here at Safe Haven, praying for all those who are going through a lot of things this weekend. For this was 9-11 weekend, Patriots Day. This is the 20th anniversary of the attacks on World Trade Center and um, the Pentagon and a few other areas in this nation. Um, I want to pray for the families that are still coping with this, still grieving, even 20 years later, still missing their loved ones. I want to pray for you all right now to just let you know that God is still with you and your family members are still living within you. I know that's easier said than done and easier said than believed. Um, but just know that you are not alone. We all still mourn with you and may not mourn with you in the same way that you're mourning, but we are still mourning with you because as a collective, we're all in this together. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you right now for another opportunity to say thank you. Right now, we know that there are a lot of people going through many struggles right now, Heavenly Father, some that are known and many that are unknown. So right now, we just want to just pause and just say thank you. We want to pray for those who are sick right now, Heavenly Father, those who have illnesses that can't be described and illnesses that can be described, but unfortunately can't be cured at this time, oh Heavenly Father, because they may not have the key right now to get through so they can be cured, oh Heavenly Father. But right now, we want to just say thank you. We want to thank you for an opportunity. You open the door for them, oh Heavenly Father. You give them the opportunity to be healed. You give them an opportunity to be saved right now, Heavenly Father. Right now, we just want to lift up every church door that is open in your name, oh Heavenly Father. Every pastor that's going to have to get in front of their desk, oh Heavenly Father. 
and give a mighty word that you have given them. I want to pray for every podcast that is out here, oh, Heavenly Father, that is doing the same thing, oh, Heavenly Father, for every podcast preacher who's going to come up and record a message, oh, Heavenly Father, if they haven't recorded it already, whether it be a live stream or it be a tape stream, oh, Heavenly Father. I want to pray for this podcast right now, Heavenly Father. You just continue to bless me right now. Continue to use me and guide me so I can help lift, uplift others, oh, Heavenly Father, and give a boot, confidence boost to someone, oh, Heavenly Father. We want to pray for the bereaved right now, Heavenly Father. There are people that are still, still mourning, oh, Heavenly Father, be it a recent death or a death that happened 20 years ago, Heavenly Father. We want to pray that you just continue to be with them, guide them, comfort them in the way that you see fit, oh, Heavenly Father. Right now, pray for the word that is about to come forth, O Heavenly Father. Pray that you just use me today, O Heavenly Father. Use me in a way that you have never used me before. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's scripture time here at um, Safe Haven. Praying that you have your Bibles, your swords ready, if you're able to. If not, um, just listen for the Word of God right now. Um, we're going to be coming from Hebrews 10. Uh, once again, Hebrews 10, uh, verses 19 through 23. I'm reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. Therefore, my friends, since we have confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us approach with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. The word of God for the people of God Thanks be to God. For the next few moments, I would ask that you pray with me on the topic. Don't waver. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just right now thank you for the message in advance. We want to thank you for the messenger right here and right now in advance. Please empty out my spirit, O Heavenly Father, and fill me up with your Holy Ghost, O Heavenly Father. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my, my most blessed Redeemer. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm prayerful that the week that you survived or are surviving was one that you could be genuinely proud of. Especially with everything that's going on from the pandemic still taking priority over our lives and jobs not paying any employee enough to continue to do said job for very little money or a solid future. It's not easy being able to come to church or a podcast expecting much hope when you're going through hopeless situations. I know because I've been there and still there from my enemy's point of view. See, I'm stopping by this week to let you know that God's listening. And if you're willing to listen in return, he has sent me today's message that is called, Don't Waver. You see, this weekend marked the 20th anniversary of what transpired on 9-11-2001 in New York City when the World Trade Center was hit. 
um, two times on both towers. You see, I normally during this time, yeah, I normally tune out of the memorials, but it's not because I'm trying to be disrespectful of the tragedy, but because it reminded me of how finite life really is. And we truly must take time to tell people that we love, that we love them, no matter how, how tired they are from hearing us tell them that fact. And if many of us never see each other face to face, I want to let you all know right now that I love you for the support. And there's no sponsor out there that's paying me to say that. I love you. I pray that you love me in return. I hope so. And I pray so. <laughs> you see, the writer of today's scripture painted a wonderful portrait of what many of us are suffering due to what COVID-19 started and what many others are doing to us as well in continuation to that. See, we can't do this without a mask or we must do this because of that. See, whatever side of the fence you're on due to vaccinations, it's still dividing us as a whole, no matter what you believe. If you're anti-vaxxer or you're a person that believes in vaccinations, regardless, your beliefs is still dividing us as a whole right now. See, there are jobs out there that are bringing people in, but they aren't even trying to pay the people a livable wage. And they are wondering why those same people that they brought in end up running to an Amazon job where they at least can have benefits from day one and at least get some kind of livable wage coming in. Amen. You see, I looked at a key word from verse 19, confidence. And I started to think about people that I knew who leave a job without much of a notice or a concrete plan. See, I used to think that they were unwise in making that decision only because I didn't know the whole story until my story started to resemble their story. Stop me if you heard this before. You came to a job based off a promise of accommodation, understanding, good pay, and an open door policy. Somewhere along the line, you learned that you were accommodating them. Not, not you, they weren't accommodating you. They were, you were accommodating them. You were constantly misunderstood. You were denied the good pay and you got the dirt pay instead. And that open door policy that you heard about was just so that they could bring you in to discourage you along the way every chance they got. If that's your story, just like it was my story and my predecessors before me, then you understand this confidence we have in Jesus when we make bold moves in what looked like the heat of the moment, but was really but was really because we know that God would never leave us nor forsake us. We found our aha moment and capitalized on it. Some of us had a plan that we executed perfectly, but others had moments where they were pressed to make the move before they were ready or because they still had some fear residue in them at the time that they made the move. In order to get to that next step, get to that aha moment, you can't be saying you're going to make that move when you end up moving back in line with the same struggles waiting for you on the other side. I hear you, digitally, of course, telling me that it's hard to take that step when your back is against the wall. I say that when your back is against the wall, you fight back and give it your all. Don't give in to the pressures of Satan telling you to wait until he decides to let you go. Fact check. He won't. He has you right where he truly wanted you to be at. Stuck without hope. 
This leads me to the first point of today's message. If you believe, don't fall back when you don't receive. I'll say that again. If you believe, don't fall back when you don't receive. When you believe in something so much and get so close to it, but nothing transpires, what do you do afterwards? Some people will drown their sorrows in something that is designed to keep them gasping for air. Others just flat out check out with a note to say that they're sorry. A lot of us claim to be Christians, but we get so fed up from our struggles that we keep it internal thinking that it's un-Christian to be angry. Yeah, but when we fill up that can to its tipping point, don't be surprised at the aftermath of holding in 25 years of disdain for a person or a situation. It's why our relationships are not what it could be, because Sam had forgot to take out the garbage or wash the dishes when we asked him to every day. Imagine how God feels when he tells you that your blessing is ready for you. All you have to do is believe in him while treating everyone around you with the same love and respect you give him when you pray. Yet you can't do that because you don't trust the person around you. So he delays a blessing until you do. Except he doesn't tell you why right away. He wants you to find out. But while you are trying to find out or trying not to find out, you decide to waver and not believe due to this deception from Satan that God doesn't care about you and you shouldn't either. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you a truth right now. The devil's a liar. Amen. The devil is a liar. In order to get to heaven, you have to believe that there is one first. If you don't believe that there is one, I can always say that you have a rough afterlife no matter where you end up. Even then, if I don't see the heaven that I believe exists, I will keep believing as opposed to falling back. See, a lot of us don't want to believe in them. A lot of us don't want to believe in themselves because every guardian, every authority figure treated them like garbage. So they grew up to be the wrong kind of garbage man. See, they grew up to be the kind that takes people who had zero impact on their lives out of this life before their time. How long must I put up with this nonsense? Oh, I'm sorry. See, I was paraphrasing Jesus right there, echoing what many of us are dealing with today at our jobs and in our very own homes. See, I know that someone will say to me that I need to stick to this text. But truth be told, I am. See, I'm interpreting it differently than others, just like others can interpret it better, could be interpreting it better than I. Who knows? See, okay, verse 22a states, Let us approach with a true heart in full assurance of faith. How many of you are approaching the Lord with a true heart? How many of you have that full assurance of faith that the writer is referring to? Don't worry, I'll wait for your answer. It's time for many of us to take our faith to the next level. Instead of just waiting on God to do so, we have to also take that next step as well. Amen? See, this leads me to the second point of the message for today. If you're not including Jesus in your decision, doubt comes in. I'll say that again. If you're not including Jesus in your decision, doubt comes in. See, that goes back to what was said in verse 19 when it said that we enter the sanctuary through the blood of Jesus. You see, when you make a move, sometimes you have to make the move 
even when you're feeling uncomfortable at first. But if you're making the move without consulting Jesus, you might be making a move prematurely and will pay for it in spades. Yes, the title of today's sermon is Don't Waver, but it doesn't mean that you should just be impulsive to the point of no return either. You have to think things through and be mindful that some decisions will need to come through prayer and planning. We all know that God works in mysterious ways, but let him work before you make the move so your next step is smooth and ready for your arrival. You don't want to move in your new house before they cover up the walls or before they put the roof on, do you? You have to include Jesus in your decision-making process or you'll enter your breakthrough too soon and it won't be ready for you any more than you'll be ready to embrace it. Amen? You see, when God blessed me with this podcast, I thought this would be the place where I showcase my other gifts. I prematurely wavered and started off strong in the wrong direction before I involved his son in the process. See, the next thing we know, you know, we have a ministry. A church without walls that has a growing following. I wouldn't have doubted any of this if I had included Jesus in this from the beginning. That's my story, though. What's yours? What decision did you make first without consulting Jesus? Was it your job? Your marriage to the person that you knew wasn't for you? Whatever it was, it's not too late to turn it over to the Lord. He's ready to hear your prayer. Matter of fact, this is a conversation that was expected from before the day you were conceived. That means that the mistake was meant to happen. Now, it doesn't mean that you should keep doing the mistake. It only means that the mistake was done to create awareness of God's presence in your life to bring you closer to him. It's not a free pass to make the mistake again like some people tend to do when they don't get caught. Ooh, this is fun because nobody saw me. Yeah, okay, hot shot. Keep wavering and see how long that lasts. For those that see the errors of their ways, welcome to the good side. Now you're ready to understand your purpose on this earth. This leads me to my third and final point of today's message. Two words. Stay focused. Say it again. Stay focused. In verse 23, it states, Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who has promised is faithful. Key words are hold fast and without wavering. See, to hold fast, you have to stay the course and rise to the challenges that comes your way. Yes, sometimes they come to your attention right away. And other times, they sneak up on you from behind. It can be a person that you hadn't heard from in years, trying to reignite something that you dismissed for whatever reason or a crisis that you can't explain. Even in the middle of that, you have to hold fast to your mission. You have to surround yourself with people that understand your mission and trust them as well, for they can be the added seasoning to your blessing. Amen? See, I recently called one of my best friends my ace. I did it out of a sincere feeling that was true from the heart. They support me and I support them without wavering. Catch that word right there, without wavering. See, they have added on to my blessing when they say that they listen to this podcast as often as they can. Don't expect them to listen every week, but hey, as often as you can works for me. 
that helps because sometimes feel the doubt coming in. I feel it coming in say that what I do is corny and cheap. If you see how I put this together, you would you wouldn't believe how I feel about it. You probably say, man, this is real this is really good stuff. This is glossy presentation. Sound like like it was done in a studio or something. It's like you put a lot of work in it. You got the applause, you got he's got the amens, he's got the, the beat the sensor beeps and all that good stuff. Man, he's got the He's got the opening salvo saying this is a LTD presentation. But guess what? I don't feel what you see. I feel sometimes it's cheap. But guess what? Then my ace jumps in and debunks what Satan is whispering in my ear. Question, who's your ace? Who's there for you? Who's there supporting you? Is it your friend? Is it your loved one? Whoever it is, first and foremost, I'm hoping that one of them is Jesus-led. See, without Jesus, you can't be focused. You can't be as focused as you want to be. Without Jesus, the road is filled with fog-like conditions. Without Jesus, it's, I can't do this today. I'll do it tomorrow. Time. The bottom line is that we need Jesus to stay focused and stay unbothered in our lives. See, I've known some people who make it a habit of cutting off connections with people they think are toxic. You know people like this. They repost things to seal the deal on saying that they are unbothered because they unplug themselves from certain people and all. And and that's great. Now, I normally, I end up keeping my distance because I don't want to be seen as one of the toxic people that they're trying to distance themselves from. But at the same time, I'm wondering who or what are they filling that void with? Just because you remove yourself from the toxic types, it doesn't mean that a new kind of toxic won't find its way in your realm. Amen? See, if you don't have Jesus guiding you and protecting you, it's a wrap. See, the toxic avenger will always be avenging the day you allegedly abandoned him. If you don't believe me, look over your own life and see where you tried to do it on your own, but you fell back into the fold of the same habits that got you where you are now. You claim that you don't want to drink or club anymore, but life without it became too challenging. You couldn't take it anymore, so you returned to what was familiar. You only did that because you were only half-focused on the challenges. You thought that your friends would be so impressed that they follow you and support you, but you realize that they are toxic Avengers allies out to avenge you for leaving them high and dry without a goodbye. Amen? I know, I know. Calm down, Red. You're going too far. You're going way too far. You, you in my neighborhood. Matter of fact, you rolled up into my garage, man. How did you find? How did you get the key to my door? Well, think of it this way: before you commit to a change that will define the next chapter of your life, talk to Jesus first. Make a plan and find someone in advance that will assist you along the way. If everyone in your circle is about the things that you're trying to distance yourself from, it's only going to be harder to stay focused and stay away from what you're trying to get away from. Always have a diverse set of followers, for you never know what life may bring. Broaden your horizons. See, my nephew taught me, see, this is why I always love working with the youth. My nephew taught me that my walk is just as important as his is to me. See, to be looked up to and having a wealth of knowledge to share with others is a privilege, and I don't take it for granted. Who are you inspiring to not waver? Who are you influencing to be the first them? Don't waver from who God has called you to be. 
He's giving you the tools to succeed and make it through. But you have to include him. You have to believe in him. And you most definitely, most importantly, must stay focused. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you for this word. We want to thank you for this message. And we want to thank you for the messenger, Heavenly Father. For we know right now that I've done a lot right now, Heavenly Father, to, to make the open doors, oh Heavenly Father, and to, to open eyes, oh Heavenly Father. Right now, I know that this is not an easy task for many of us. It's not an easy task for me, oh Heavenly Father, but continue to use us, continue to guide us, continue to comfort us, continue to bless us, oh Heavenly Father, with the blessings that you have bestowed upon us and will to bestow upon us in the future to come. Oh Heavenly Father, right now, we just want to say thank you. We pray that you... Continue to just stretch this message beyond just the normal listeners. Heavenly Father, let new people hear, hear what the what you have for them. Heavenly Father, we pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. If you're enjoying this wonderful podcast and you want to hear more, please make sure that you click the follow or subscribe button on this wonderful podcast so you can stay up to date with the latest and the greatest and be able to listen to past podcasts that you have not yet heard before but want to hear again. Also, don't forget to click the share button. The share button is also important. So therefore, you can share this podcast with all your friends, loved ones, and acquaintances. Look forward to hearing from you. Peace. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. We pray that the message has uplifted you in a way and encouraged you in a way that that is going to bring out the best in you and bring out the God in you. If you do not have a church um, home right now, we pray that you find that you uh, get connected with a church today. If you want to be connected to my podcast in a church-like way, you can always reach out at b p u g h s l e y at yahoo.com. And I most definitely will reach out to you in the best way possible. So right now, we just want to say thank you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this message right now. We want to thank you for this podcast. We pray for every 
person who is listening right now, Heavenly Father, under under the sound of my voice, continue to guide us, encourage us, teach us, bless us, and our families as well. We pray that as you dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And see you next week. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.